Rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Patriot Angle Podcast, guys. This is a very special uh, edition here to the show of shows, guys. Um, Tonight we are going to be doing a video simulated audio podcast. uh, For those who do not understand what that is, basically uh, it will be an audio podcast, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with special video plugins here. Uh, streaming live on Twitch and also streaming live on our Facebook page, the Patriot Angle Podcast. We are welcoming uh, into the Rumble platform, but in possibly another week to two weeks, we will be on Rumble. As you may or may not know, we were officially banned from YouTube. We are not allowed to share any content on YouTube. Uh, We're not allowed to share anything. Uploads, shorts, nothing. Zada, zinch. So the Patriot Angle podcast, unfortunately, is no more on YouTube. But we are still on Twitch and going over to Rumble in another week to two weeks as we are basically prepping for our new video packaging for Rumble for the live uh, feeds. As you can see, uh, you're getting some sneak peeks into the new video packaging that's basically being introduced to you, the listeners out there of the Patriot Angle podcast, as well as the unfiltered Patriot Nation. So welcome, guys. Welcome. Uh, Tonight, we have the utmost honor and privilege to welcome back Sauce back to the show. How you doing, pal? Welcome to the show. I'm good. How about you? I'm doing phenomenal. Uh, you heard the, the sad news that, you know, we're no more on uh, YouTube. Uh, they officially, uh, you know, kind of kicked us to the curb, so to speak, sir. So uh, we have to find other avenues to get our stream out there, our content out there. And uh, I think we're going to do okay. I, I think uh, we're really, you know, I think we're not going to allow YouTube, uh, you know, to to keep us down. You know what I mean? No, I absolutely agree. And a matter of fact, welcome to the the club. I should say the band club. Yeah. 
Um, because YouTube actually removed me because I was actually born in Russia. So I was actually one of the first ones to go permanently. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a lot of fortune, isn't it? Sauce? Is it, what is it? See, and the whole thing is, is that, isn't it sick how the left believes in, um, in like freedom of speech and stuff and, you know, allowing everyone to express their thoughts and views, but at the same time, you bring another kind of a different perspective of mind, then they just censor that individual. So you only get one sided, you know, it's not Russia, you know, after all it's America. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the sick, sick, uh, demented society we live in sauce, you know, unfortunately this is what we have to kind of put up with until, you know, t- times get better. You know what I mean? Well, did you hear what um, Elon Musk did this past week or today? Uh, with the Twitter story, right? Yeah, offered $53 billion to buy out the whole company instead because he actually got removed from the board of directors. And so now he's just um, offering to buy the whole company within itself and make a, prior, make a private company. It's pretty impressive. Uh, you know, do you think that uh, if he does buy it and, I mean, do you think possibly there will be new... Uh, how should I say it? Better additions to the platform? Do you think they'll eliminate the uh, the censorship? You know, I think I think with if Elon Musk were to buy Twitter and stuff, I think I would be a fan of it because there would be nothing wrong with it. Because I think if he were to, he is all he believes in free speech. You know, he understands that you know this country was founded upon the Constitution and was founded upon. Um, the freedom of speech because he actually is from South Africa. He was born in South Africa, came to America for an opportunity to build his company and look what he did. So he doesn't want to take the freedoms away that he has earned, you know? And I think that's, you know, it seems like the people that are fighting for freedom, I'm noticing that are more out there that have money and stuff, for instance, Elon and other so-called billionaires that live in America. What the funny part is, is that, they escaped their own countries that don't have those kind of freedoms. I came to America, but now are fighting for us, which is really sad. You know, it should be the other way around. No offense to people that immigrants that do come to America. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about Elon Musk, uh, that he had basically made that speech, um, at the Ted, right. If, if that's what they call it, right. Ted, Ted uh, talk. Made, yeah. Ted talk. Right. Oh, is that a podcast or is that a, is that a talk show? So, so the so the TED Talk is considered a is considered like a high tech company. Oh, okay. uh, it shows like it features all different kinds of uh, new gadgets that are coming out, and it get features like high high end um, things that your average day American can't produce or can't buy. But it you know it's pretty much for so called the elites and see the newest high tech, and then it kind of goes down and breaks down with what kind of instruments they had to do, how long it took to get the projects going and we, you know, what kind of materials it did and how this material, for instance, the Neuralink that he was discussing, which I'm actually, what, okay. So before we can, before we continue on, what do you think about Neuralink that he's discussing about? Um, I did, you know, to be honest with you, uh, sauce, I, I, I didn't read too much into that that article and that story um i'm not too much i'm not a i'm not aware of 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 that 
to be honest with you. Uh, I'm just going to be, you know, straightforward. I, I didn't read too much into it, so I can't really give you an insight on that. You know, I think <clears throat> so. Personally, here's why I think about Neuralink. You know, I don't know if you can uh, question me out, but I've been following Elon Musk pretty heavily. And so one thing that I understand that I'm a huge support and a big advocate for is that he wants to help people that are paralyzed and that have suffered strokes and that have um, dealt with this kind of uh, knowing that, you know, people can't get up. And and so what the Neuralink does is that it so when it attaches to the brain, actually wires go inside your brain and then it's like a tiny square, tiny square thing out of your skull. So on the bone. And so they install it back there. And so, but then they entrap the wires of where there's damage in the brain. And so that's the cool thing that I found out about with the Neuralink and how it's it's going to help people that have suffered strokes. It's going to help people that have FND, which is functional neurological disorder. So it's going to help those kind of people. And so I'm a huge advocate for it. But at the same time, here's the, here's the caveat to it. Once it's in, can't get it, t- it can't be taken out. That's the big caveat, and that's what the big and I could see lawsuits coming out uh, against Elon Musk if this were to go on the market. Oh sure, oh sure. That I mean, I'm sure they would be trying to attack him on anything, anything possible if if it does make its way to the general public, like you said, makes its way to the uh, to the market, right? Uh, I'm sure there'd be a lot of lawsuits, uh, both on the federal and the civil scale, right? So that's, but do you think that's a risk that, you know, he he might have to take? Well, I think so. I, I don't see a problem because he, what at this point, he doesn't have to worry about retirement. You know, at this point, he is fighting for America and also fighting for, to make sure the earth is protected. And through like environmental cost and through different kind of different kind of uh, projects that he's pushing for. So I think he's doing a great job in that sense where he's looking out for the best interests of the people. You know, yeah. and and I think because if he was like really self not self centered, I shouldn't say, but if he really was about money, then he would have put SpaceX on the market already on the stock market as a stock ticker, but instead he's worrying about, hey, I want to give back the freedom back to the people. And so that's how I'm going to invest it and give the rights back and give the freedom back to the American people. And so I'm going to buy a, a huge chunk of Twitter. Right. Uh, what do you think the delay is that you mentioned SpaceX? You know, he is the, uh, uh, the you know, founder the of lead, it. Yeah. Well, he's the founder of it, but he's also the lead guy on it. I mean, you know, what do you think the, the delay in that is? Uh, do you think it's more of a, uh, of politics being involved or, you know, like you said, you know, like why wait, you know, just get it over and done with. Right. Well, I think, so do you mean by putting the, the SpaceX on the market? Is that for people? So people can buy shares of it. Like they're doing with Tesla. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yep. I, so here's, yeah. okay. So here's the thing that I think that, okay. So so with that stance, I think what he's trying to figure out is that I think he found out that there's a much bigger dilemma that's going on and that he's starting to prioritize that uh, that our freedoms are actually coming under attack and that people need to be held accountable and that he is starting to now fight back for the people. And that's why he's kind of pushing back. Not, he's not 
pushing back, but he's kind of stalling on SpaceX on putting it on the stock market because he's giving back the power back to the people. Right. And and so you see that, and you see, and you kind of see the difference between him and Jeff Bezos. You know, Jeff Bezos is more worried about getting his uh, grubby paws in all these environmental groups and in all these. Um, and in all these like advocating going to the White House and advocating for uh, unions, for instance, Arizona, not Arizona, but Amazon in New York City officially passed to be a union. And so yeah, I read about that. And there, that's a major problem. And here's yeah. the difference. Anyone that allows a union into their company, they are opened up a Pandora's box. And what's what I found to be interesting is that if you look at Biden and if you look at Kalama Harris, they never ever tour any Tesla factories. Anyway, they had the most recent open of the Tesla factory in Austin, Texas. I was at the Gigafactory. That was huge. And the reason why they don't tour it, and according to Elon Musk, is because they're not unionized. And Elon yeah. is against unions, which is, I, I give him props. You know, I, if I may cut in, you know, I, I could speak on a large amount of the issue with unions you know i happen to be originally from the tri-state area in new york new jersey originally okay and in my early 20s i had my share experience in working for several unions uh on a large and a small scale and i can tell you and i'll admit some sauce are not bad you know some are are are, are very good you know th- they have that that traditional, you know, um, uh, Hoffa, you know, uh, Jimmy Hoffa uh, type of uh, old school of the union, you know, where they where they you know back you and they protect you against you know corporations large and small, you know that is a good union to work for. Okay, which I've have had my share experience working for some, but. I will agree with you. Some have become extremely corrupted over the years. Um, you know, so the teachers union. Look at the teachers union. Yeah, the teachers union. Yeah, it's a and look at um, the teachers union, and then you also have the vehicle company unions, like vehicle unions. So for example, Chevy and Ford, the two top two besides Tesla that are unionized. And the whole thing is that, and you know, the sad thing is, is that. You know, the problem with the teachers union and the problem is with even the vehicle unions and stuff is that they're really not looking out for the best interests of the people. You know, all they're looking out for is they're looking out for the votes. And that's why they keep on hitting the unions. And so if I were so here's the whole thing. If I was Ford, I would question the company. I'm like, okay, if I worked for Ford, first of all, my first question is, am, am I going to be released or why are more factories going overseas than just staying in America? Why aren't we building more factories like what Tesla is doing? Right. You know, how come the how come the corporate headquarters is not in America anymore? That's only a sub headquarters, and instead they're going overseas. And see, and because the reason why they're going overseas is because you have the lower um, corporate tax compared to other. So America has the highest corporate tax right now. We're leading number one, and that's what's causing more and more companies to leave America and put their headquarters outside the country because they don't want to pay the 32.39% interest rate on corporate tax. I, and, you know, I hate to say it, I would do the same thing. 
Well, I was just about to say, Sauce, I mean, do you blame them? I mean, would you want to pay that large interest in tax? But let's, you know, we're talking about unions. We're talking about Elon Tusk, you know, like uh, Musk, excuse me, you know, like let's look at unions right now. Okay. And I could tell you what, you know, what's failing unions, you know, let's, let's go back to the original roots of unions, right? Jimmy Hoffa had the same problem in the, uh, in the seventies and early eighties, right? Uh, a lot of it had to do with political uh, agenda, right? He was basically trying to get his unions, uh, almost on a, uh, on a government scale, right? He was battling, um, the, uh, the Kennedys, right? Yep. And there was a lot of scandal there. Uh, I, I, we can get into that if you want. Uh, and, it has a lot of relevance to what's going on now with modern unions. Uh, there, there was a lot of corruption in the seventies and early eighties, you know, when Hoffa was running the teamsters and that has a lot of similarity to the unions today with the teachers unions and all these, you know, big time, uh, you know, big wig companies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, one, so we look at the one minor factor or we see the unions, for example, the teachers unions. Right. You know, you know, I kind of want to pinpoint on the teachers union to really talk about how they're really, you know, when you talk about the next generation of our kids and you talk about, for instance, like the opening up of the schools and, uh, and how the schools needed to be opened up. But the problem is that the teachers union, you know, they, they pretty much what happened is that, um, they went to the county health directors and they went to the county uh, county board and uh, across America and even across other uh, even in your local city they did to kind of lay out the guidelines. For instance, so I was with so get this I was with Ron Johnson uh, in Madison, Wisconsin about a couple of weeks ago, and we discussed about the education system, of course. And so what happened was, and I learned this whole thing by the way. Um, and I'll send you, I'll send you photos and I'll send you, uh, more information about like, you know, what's really going on, but he kind of touched on what the teachers, teacher unions did and what they were kind of forced to do. So for instance, the whole, the whole mask wearing and why it's so prevalent in our schools and why it's also prevalent in the public is because, uh, when COVID first started to outbreak. And what happened is that the school board went to the teachers and asked, what would you like to see? So then the teachers union then collaborated for each school district and said, hey, this is what we like to see. And they brought the proposal to the school board. So then, therefore, the school board went to the county board health director. They went to the county health director and said, hey, these are the criteria that we want as a public school regarding mask wearing and regarding the vaccination status per se. And regarding the certain criteria that happen for students, you know, the distancing, uh, how many people can be in a classroom and even on the school bus. And so then the sad part is, is that the county health director or the county health directors took those ideas and they made a, a mandate and they came out like they just signed it. said, well, this is what we instructed and put it called it science. But that's not science. That's just called teachers unions getting a little bit more power than they should be getting. So I was blown away when I heard about that and how Ron Johnson, you could see his reaction. He was sickened by that. And well, they that, did sauce. They did the same shit in the seventies and eighties during Hoffa. 
You know, I mean, this is nothing new. I mean, I agree what you're saying, but this, this, this is really nothing new. You know, it's, it's history repeating itself. True. And that's scary, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's extremely scary. You know, you look- I'll quote, I'll quote, you know, my grandparents, they, they, they said this, you know, all the time, you know, if you're, if, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Absolutely. And, and not only that, but if you're going to, we look at what's happening and like, what well, look what critical race theory is. If oh, anyone CRT, does, yeah. Yeah. If anyone is doing their homework and if anyone has paid attention in class, look what Nazi Germany did. You know, look what they did with the education system and look what they did for the brainwashing of the young kids. And oh, even in the college, right now, you they're know, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so the fact that, so the, the, the concerning part and the, what should be alarming is that we are repeating the same exact steps as what Nazi Germany did that led into world war three. And I, I hate to say it, but we keep on going down this wrong route and we're going to be in a world of hurt. And it's going to be our next generation that's going to pay for. I sauce. I I think we're already there. You we know, are. We're, we're beyond. We're beyond the uh, the early signs and early forms of of socialism. We are now communism. The early. Yes, I was about to say that the early stages of communism. Look at countries of China. Look at countries of Venezuela, Cuba, um, certain areas of Russia. Okay all showing that same scenario america is going down the same paths as all of those countries and a lot of us question ourselves saying is it too late can we save america well we can but let us take a gather and understanding of how we can save America by looking at examples of these other countries, looking at what their fails and flaws are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I hate to say it. Well, no, you know, what sounds, what seems to be interesting is that, you know, there's a, there comes to a point where the, you know, there comes to a point where it's not really fixable anymore. You know, for instance, we had, you know, we had the elections, but clearly that's not that's that's already been compromised. And so now we, our options are coming down slimming pretty slim. You know, we pretty much have two options. You know, right. either we really push out to get out the vote for, you know, patriot candidates or number two, we just demonstrate peaceful protests and show up at the school board meetings and show up at county board meetings and even show up all over. And as well as show up at your local capital, like I've been doing, you know, I've been asking questions and I've been getting involved. That's called being involved because the last thing I want to see is January 6th, 2.0 all over again. But I definitely can tell you this time around, if if it were to happen again, it's not going to be quite as staged. It's going to be actually You mentioned that, you know, you you do go to these, uh, you know, these protests, these these, uh, you know, uh, certain uh special events of hearings and all this, you know, I, I heard, uh, you know, your story, you know, when you went up to Capitol this past January and what, 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 what that, what that, uh, that network done to you is a disgrace. It really is making you into a, uh, it's, it's a, some type of Marxist criminal of a, of a, of a domestic terrorist. That's terrible sauce. 
Absolutely. And I just want to tell you for your viewers. Okay, so I know there there's now the sad part is is that it's been going all over. So it's it's Gateway Pundit pick up and now it's going all over the it's going all over Rumble and it's going all over. But here's the thing I want to get your viewers across because if you were to put that article on your website, I want to kind of correct it. First of all, if you look at the videos, so I went there and I knew once they started breaking the windows, I started backing away soon. And I knocked that girl off of the off the podium or off the the platform where the window is. And once she started kicking it, I knocked her down because I said, "No, we're not going to act like this." And so then a guy came up running with a stick, and then I yanked his arm down once he took a couple blasts because I didn't know what he was going to do with that stick. And so then sure. the sad part is is that according to the footage and stuff and according to what they stated they said they stated that i i i had a, a play in it i'm like i don't think so i would there would anyway i disagree on some uh stances but i understand though from a person that's lived under communist country if you act like that you're asking to get in trouble you're not going to get your point across if you break if you do government damage you're not going to get your point across if you if you cause harm onto a building or try to get into a building, that's not legal, w legal way. Sashi, and so you understand what they were doing, right? They're, they're basically trying to create a headline out of you, you know, they're and they are trying did. to sell that story. And, and, and you said they did, right. And, and they, they made a successful attempt in doing it because they see a young man such as yourself and these people sauce, they know what they're doing. Okay, they go to schools, special, um, you know, uh, learning programs. They know how to uh, how to make these talking points into false talking points. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you know what's scary about it is that Gateway Pundit is supposedly conservative. Did you know that? Supposedly. Yeah, so I, I put that quote, supposedly, because right. they're the top. Out of the world, they're one of the top 150 news media outlets. And so, and you know how I found out about the article? You're going to get a kick out of this. So good old CNN sent me an email and stated, oh. hey, what, can we ask some questions? And I'm like, oh, yeah. boy, what's this? And they're like, well, we saw you a picture in the article. We, there was an art article that came out against you. And I said, well, first of all, I'm like, okay, well, number one, okay, there was no way that you know who I am and how did you get my number? That's number one. Number two, I want the proof of where you got the article because you never know. I might have been in the background or I might have been just like, you know, one of those non-important characters. And if you look right. at the footage, they pinpoint me, which is they can clear. You can clearly see they try to they did target me. Um, and <clears throat> and so and then number three, you know, they might describe and they might have like just one photo or two photos. But that's number three. But when they sent me the article and I kind of and I sent it to you right away once it got once I'm like, I can't believe this just happened. And, it was, you know, I was thinking about you. I'm like, I wonder if I wonder if um, I wonder if Michael would like it. Enjoy this because he's probably thinking, well, it's probably you're in the background or it's not really important yeah, in the you know, article. My, myself, what was your thought? Well, myself, I, I could tell you this myself and, you know, a couple of people here at the podcast uh, producer, Eric and a few others that, that work here on the show, we were actually looking at that, those images, uh, Sash, and, and, and some of the images, you know, even with the, you know, we've seen the, uh, the little circle there, and, you know, we're looking at it, and we're like, okay, they're, 
they're trying to say something here that's really not happening whatsoever. You know, I'm reading the article in that uh, gate. What was it? You said it was Gateway Pundit. Yeah, Gateway Pundit. Yeah, we're, we're, we're reading that article there and we're, we're just reading every little thing there. And I'm like, okay, they're saying that he's doing this. And then they're changing the scenario around, you know, and, and you have that, <laughs> you almost have that blank stare on your face just about, you know what I mean? Like, okay, <laughs> this is something entirely different from what they're, you know, they're pinpointing it. You know what I mean? Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, okay, so I may. Okay, so if I may ask, what did you? <clears throat> okay, so when I sent you the article, I said, "Hey, you might want to take a look at this." Did you think I was just like in the background, or did you think I was like not that important of a character? They're talking about another another aspect of a character. Well, I mean, Sash, there was like thousands upon thousands of people there in the crowd. So, I mean, I, I could say you were just, you know, just an ordinary person, right? I mean. That was that's my personal opinion on it. And so the bigger question is, you know, the bigger question then is, you know, I mean, out of all the thousands of people that were actually potentially, I think there were about um, one, about three million or so, but there were about hundreds and thousands of people that actually showed up at the Capitol. But the bigger question I have is, out of all those thousands of people that were in that, like you know, when they spanned out, why couldn't they focus on other people? You know, for instance, why couldn't they focus on that FBI operative that you know, once I tear gas started coming out, they had this blonde woman, and I took a photo of it, and I'll be happy to send it to you. Sure, and why couldn't yeah. why couldn't they focus on her? You know, instead of you know, once you uh, you know, for instance. I stayed there for a little bit, I would say about 10, no, about an hour or so in that position. And I was trying to get people away from breaking the windows. And I was trying to get people like away from doing all the bad stuff. But what I found out to be interesting is that once the FBI operative got in there and she had blonde hair, a black, she was dressed up and she was on her phone the whole entire time. Well, first of all, how can you make any phone calls? And she was making phone calls. My, my question to be to ask Gateway Pundit is if I, for example, were to like be on my phone, well, they shut off our cell service right at 930 a.m. And that's when the Capitol was breached. OK, that's okay, number so one. You didn't have any cell service whatsoever then when you were up there, correct? No, not at all. You, I can. You know, the thing is, I can even post anything on Facebook. I can even talk or call anyone. And I, the wife, they shut the Wi-Fi off and it was all at 930. And so at 9.30, if you look at some other footages, at 9.30, that's when the Capitol was actually breached. And President Trump was supposed to come out at 9 o'clock, but he came out at noon specifically to state, hey, something bad happened, and we pretty much, there is something up. And so he deliberately came out late because he knew that there was a major problem going on. Yeah. And, and so, the fact, so the fact that, you know, I should have been on my cell phone. I should have been making phone calls or, you know, I should have been like, um, it, <clears throat> like looking at all at the doors and stuff is completely wrong. You know, first of all, I love to talk, you know, I love to meet people, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so the fact that I was supposedly talking to people, I was supposedly making sign language and I was like focusing, like looking away from the crowd and stuff. Well, my whole thing is, is that if you're in that kind of a crowd, there's going to be cameras, 
you know, oh, there's going to sure. be cameras yeah. pointed I mean, at the door. Especially a large, you know, a large protest in that. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be cameras. There's cameras all over the damn place. Yeah, without and, a doubt. And, and and then you know what the funny part is? There was a couple media people standing right next to me. So how come they didn't? That's why I found out to be interesting. The only reason why I found out there were media people is because they had special backpacks and they had like video cameras, like mm-hmm. uh, TV cameras. So right. that's the only way I found out about it. Well, why couldn't they focus on those people and say, well, what were they really doing there? Or how come they weren't? And so you would think the TV cameras would position their cameras and ask me, hey, what are you doing at this rally? You know, what do you see, the outcome and all that? But they did it. And so, and I talked. That's the negative, that's the, that's the negative, uh, the negative bias of a media. uh, Yeah. Yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, guys, what you are hearing on the podcast right now is uh, Soslin, uh, which happened to be up in the Capitol uh, during the January 6th event. Uh, and he is giving you his inside story of it all. Uh, more on this, guys. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere. Fake news, big tech and blue state liberals stole the election from President Trump. But here in Alabama... We're making sure that never happens. We have not and will not send absentee ballots to everyone and their brother. We ban the corrupt curbside voting, and our results will always be audited. I'm KIV. The left is probably offended. So be it. As long as I'm governor, we're going to protect your vote. Who has live TV? Hulu has live sports. They do. Hulu has live news. That is correct. And Hulu also has live talent show. It also has over 75 live channels. Uh-huh. Woo! Uh-huh. Flip like cable, stream like Hulu. Time to have Hulu plus live TV. Alrighty, guys, back to the show. Uh, we have Sauce here uh, joining us here uh, once again on the show, talking about the January 6th event, uh, which he happened to be up in that area. And uh, more on that story. Uh, so basically, Sauce, what you're saying is, um, you know, these crazy delusional of, of, of a media company, Gateway Pundit, turned the entire story completely around pretty much right yep can you hear me yes i can hear you loud and clear yes oh okay okay sorry about that i I, apparently it's laggy on my end so i'm sorry about that oh you're fine yes we can hear you okay so yeah so i so you think you know i first of all i don't know if you ever trust a gateway pundit but i surely i mean I, i did trust him a little bit but after what you know, after what they came out and stuff, and after they came out and stated, "Hey, who uh, like, hey, who this is," and that kind of article towards me, I mean, I was just blown away. And here's another question I have for you: Is how did the news media's tend to reach out? And how did they know to contact my number? So the bigger question I have is that there's got to be somebody inside either. There's got to be somebody that doesn't like me, number one, that gave out my name and also gave out my phone number and my email. That's my that's my two basic questions. I don't know who that is, and I'm probably not going to find out about. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to, hard to say, you know, because, you know, as a society today, Sas, and you're, I'm sure you're well aware of it, you know, we do live 
in a in an in an S and M type of you know environment, which is you know surveillance and monitoring. You know they're constantly surveilling and monitoring our cell phones, our daily activity on social media. Every place you go to, <laughs> the government is watching. Sadly, yeah. Well, and and here's the whole thing. So here's the whole thing is that I find out to be interesting is that I don't know if Gateway Pundit like did this as a slandering thing or they probably wanted to spark some like I don't know what they I don't know what do you think their goal was you know what was their end goal at the end of the day you know what was I mean what do you think what do you think about that stance what do you well, think they're well here's here here's my here's my view on it okay uh, you know. Like I said before, and, 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 I'll, and I'll mention this again, you know, they see a young, you know, college student such as yourself, you know, uh, you know, uh, maybe possibly uh, a little vulnerable, uh, you know, and I'm not, and please, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not judging your character, but, you know, in their, in their eyes, this is what I see, you know, I seen and see in their eyes that they see a young college kid, vulnerable, probably weak minded you know, uh, easy to attack. And, you know, you were their target, sadly. And they took advantage of that sauce. And that's very unfortunate, you know, that you basically were a victim in all of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm truly sorry. You know, uh, my heart goes out to you that I'm truly sorry that you had to uh, experience all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is, and it shows you how, <clears throat> and it shows you the lack of really transparency of reporting. You know, when you at the big, you look at the big picture of schemes. Uh-huh. Um, so if anyone thinks that there is uh, transparent reporting in this day and age, there's and okay. Now I'm I'm not only going to attack CNN, but I'm also going to attack Fox News as well. It's both sides that are. Oh at well, fault. you you talk about Fox and CNN. We got some video clips here. We'll plug it to the show that's relevant to that. Have you seen, not to change the story a little bit, but, you know, have you seen, speaking of what you're saying, have you seen what they're, uh, they're actually, uh, they're, they're going back against Trump, you know, in relevance to what you're saying uh, about the January 6th event, you know, that uh, I think Trump came out the other day on his, uh, his social network, uh, True Social, which is doing phenomenal, I hear, you know, with, with the following, you know, since it's been launched for like the last month and a half, two months now. What's that, your number, by the way? What's that? I'm 326,547. That's my line number. Uh, what what are you referring to? Oh, so like on Truth Social, if you have oh, oh, okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we no. haven't, yeah, we haven't, uh, you know, made the jump onto Truth Social yet, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're hoping to, to join them as, as soon as possible. But yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's, that's great. That, that's a huge following, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, I mean, just let alone that many people, that's, that's fantastic. Because that shows you that people, and you look at all these other, you look at Frank's Beach, for instance, and you look at your podcast, and you look at Rumble, and you look at all these other circumstances, sure. uh, all these new media things showing up, and how so many people are actually, um, are at, like, for instance, I'm doing my own podcast called Remember God Loves You and I'll Meet You at the Finish Line. You know, I add a little bit tidbit of God and 
faith into it, but I also add a little bit of political aspect of it from a Christian standpoint. And I feel like so many people are tired of watching the regular news and like watching MSNBC or the daily MSN news and they want the truth. And so what they're relying on is the podcasting that you and I are on right now and my podcast and, and either Frank speech and rumble and all that, because they want the truth because they're sick and well, tired. Well, of the here's, the thi- here's the thing, Sash, you know, and, and, and you make a good point, sir. You know, um, they've been relying on this old school, uh, what I call it a ter- terrestrial uh, view of the news for years. Okay. And yep. it, it was working for a while, but as, as, as we're getting into an advanced uh, type of society, right. With podcasting, with online streaming uh, content creators, you know, such and such, there are more, you know, people are becoming more relied on that type of information from a podcaster or a content creator, because like you said, like you mentioned, they're, they're hearing more of a truth. They're hearing more truth and less negative vibes coming out. You know what I mean? You, you see more negative vibes coming out of CNN and Fox News even now, MSNBC, uh, CBS. You see more negative vibes, more bias, more hateful and extreme marks and everything from those networks. But, you know, don't get me wrong. You're going to see some of it in podcasting, but, you know, for the majority of it, 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 it's it's a whole different platform, whole different platform. Well, and and not only that, but like even within podcasting, you have a whole different variety. You know, you yeah. have a you have more of a. For instance, you know, um, if I want to go on Rumble and I want to say um, something against like something that favors Joe Biden, so you put in Joe, uh, I like Joe Biden, and sure enough, it has a whole bunch of podcasts stating, "Hey, we this is a Joe Biden podcast. We like you," or you want like. Um, Patriot review or like unfiltered podcasts or Patriot Nation or something like that. And then you find like a different perspective. So it's more of a variety for people to choose. Now, sometimes you can choose that, sometimes you don't, but you're given that willingness of um, getting a different perspective of the worldview. Because my whole thing is, is that here's the thing that I'm looking at. You know, <clears throat> We have CNN and we have MSC or NBC and you have the nightly news and even Fox News. So about all that, you have about 10 minutes worth of actual news because the other – look at CNN. They just regurgitate all the news constantly, you know, and they bring up old right. news and bring it up as, oh, breaking news, you know. But they don't look at – and it's all opinion-based. You know, it's all commentary, you know, and that's why so many well, people it's all, are – it's, 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 it's all scripted. A- absolutely. Know? There, there, there's more scripted material on those huge networks, and it's always been like that. You know, absolutely. That person, that anchor talking, that Don Lemon, that Sean Hannity, that Tucker Carlson, whatever, right? Just, just to name a few for examples. There, some of them are great. Some of them are, you know, eh, you know, I would kind of like turn the channel off, but you know, yeah. That's not their true character. That I mean, Sean Hannity, you think even the great Sean Hannity, the great Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, do you think when they're talking that that's coming out of their heart? 
that's their true words? No, it's coming no. off of a teleprompter or, or, or the script of the piece of paper right next to them. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. And, and you know what? Another thing that I find out to be interesting is, you know, you find Sean Hannity every single episode. He's like, breaking news. You know, this is coming in. And I'm like, okay, get to the point already. You know, he's like, yeah. well, we're going to get to the breaking news. And the whole thing is that, you know, at that point, if you if people watch Fox News, I don't know how people can watch Fox News. You know, I understand yeah. like, I, I mean, I watch Greg Gutfeld at 11 or at 10 p.m. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how people can watch. Now, the reason why I watch Greg Gutfeld is because he has comedy. You know, it's actually well, funny. Well, he puts some comedy into it. Yeah, he, and you know, in, in, uh, enhances the and stuff like and, that. Yeah. But, like, you add Tucker Carlson and, you know, and you add Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram. Well, the whole thing is that after watching that, I feel worse off than I did before. You know, and that's oh, the whole yeah. thing. And people are getting sick and tired of feeling like, man, it's, we're already in a bad environment. Yeah, you know, already bad state. Speaking you know, we need of to- Hannity. Did you see? Did you see what Hannity just came out with Fox News? Um, there was a, there's a video clip. Uh, we'll plug in here momentarily. Hannity, okay, is literally, uh, you know, pretty much. I don't know. He's he's not in favor of Trump. Uh, you know, with, with certain um, uh, viewpoints that just came out recently that even Laura Ingram slammed Han- uh, Hannity. Uh, this was like the other day. Did, did you see that, Sauce? I did. And the reason why Hannity's kind of um, slamming that is because it's all viewership. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and they're trying to, and they're trying, what they're trying to do is that they're trying to get the numbers from CNN and well, other, the, like Rachel yeah, Maddow into. We're, we're, yeah. I mean, because everybody's well aware of, you know, CNN Plus is, is, is not doing that great. Oh, that's a joke. Oh, that the viewership is, I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. But uh, yeah, check out this video here of uh, literally Hannity. Uh, this is the tip of the iceberg, folks. Check this out. It was more Florida Senator Marco Rubio. Senator. It, they're not only Joe Biden's policies are not only aiding and abetting the law breaking and enforcing the law, but they're also involved in human trafficking because they're literally transporting illegal immigrants into every state around the country and then just leaving them there. And then it becomes the responsibility of the state to provide food, water, shelter, medical treatment, health care and education. And most states can't afford it, Senator. Yeah, that's right. Look, I think that what's happening here, but that's the tip of the iceberg, by the way. The stuff that you're seeing now is the tip of the iceberg. As an example, in Florida, you know, there's this Pelosi puppet, this Congresswoman Val Demings that Chuck Schumer handpicked to run against me. And she's in favor of like open, completely open borders, of allowing illegal immigrants uh, to vote, of not deporting people, even if they're gang members. She's raised 30-something million dollars for her campaign as a result of, of these stances. This is, uh, I think, the Speaker Gingrich was on just a moment ago, and he talked about how about this is how about values, this is about principles, and they're wacky. These are radical ideas, and what you're seeing, the images you're seeing, are just the tip of the iceberg of what of, of the kind of agenda these people want to follow. No country in the world would allow the lawlessness that we have with our immigration system. None. You know, we, we just talked with Newt Gingrich about the border disaster, the Afghan withdraw, Afghanistan withdrawal disaster, the lack of urgency in Ukraine, the economy, 40-year high inflation, uh, wholesale prices, a new record, 40-year record of inflation, uh, energy now double what it was under Donald Trump when Joe Biden inherited energy independence, uh, crime out of control by defund, dismantle the police, and 
Joe Biden even ran out of COVID tests uh, around Christmas going into the third year of a pandemic. I, I don't know how you can do any worse than that. You, you really can. And I think if you look at every major issue in front of this country, everything is worse than it was when Joe Biden took over. Everything is worse than it was. And frankly, that's why I need people's help. I'm asking them to go to MarcoRubio.com because I'm being outraised because this movement from the left, uh, they know they can't win the election on these issues. They're, 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 what they're trying to do is raise you know, tens of millions of dollars to destroy people, lie to them. Obviously, they'll have a lot of help from the mainstream media. So I need people's help to fight back against this because they don't want to hear that story. They don't want people hearing the reality that on every issue, immigration, the economy, our national security, our standing in the world, we are substantially worse off today than we were in January of last year when Joe Biden took over on everything. Your election is, is critical. This, this is a bellwether election year because it's Florida for the Senate I'm talking about specifically. It's Georgia. It's North and South Carolina. It's New Hampshire. It's Pennsylvania. It's Missouri, Ohio. It is... <laughs> you, you see that there, Sauce? You see what they're trying to get at, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's bad. And, and you think it gets even worse. Uh, you know, the liberal show, the nut jobs from The View, you know, uh, you know, we, we just I've mentioned uh, maybe about 20, 30 minutes ago, you know, on the show tonight with uh, with when Donald Trump. See, they're, they're all attacking each other. See, that's what I'm getting at. Sauce. They're, they're all attacking each other and they're trying to get that Graham supremacy of networking. They see where networking is going, Sauce. They see it. They see Absolutely. The what we were just talking about between podcasting, modern podcasting versus bias, corrupted mainstream media. Uh, I'm not bashing, folks, I'm not bashing Hannity, okay? Hannity happens to be, you know, somewhat of a conservative still in his own mindset. Uh, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, they're great people, uh, Sas, but they're all trying to regain the supremacy of the networks because they see where the networking is going. They see Absolutely. what's going on with CNN. Absolutely. And, you yeah. know, the whole thing is that, okay, so I think the only way that Fox News and, you know, can actually save themselves as of right now, or I think even to even retain more, is if they just focus on per okay so per commentary thing for Sean Hannity they focus on for the first five minutes, you know. And I think what one thing that actually kind of does bother me is that the lack of participation, the lack of uh, questioning real true Americans and see what their real thoughts are, you know. The the people that you see on Sean Hannity, which I don't watch anymore, because you see Lindsey Graham, who's a fraud. Okay. You see Ted Cruz, who can't, who does, who doesn't have a backbone, and then you also see all these so-called ex-president or former President Trump staffers who backstabbed him, Bill Barr, yeah. and you, you, why on earth would you interview those kind of people for issues that are pertaining to like gas and to the economy? Why don't you talk to your average day American? You know, that's how you get people onto the show, not onto the show, but that's how you get people to retain and that's how you get viewers even to skyrocket, you know, because, you know, going to going to the view and watching the view, it's it, I don't watch a view because it's just, you know, it's well, just, it's garbage. It's just, it is it's garbage, literally yeah. garbage. I mean, I don't understand how they still have viewership. I don't even know how they're getting viewership. I think and they're paying I don't them. Even, they probably are paying them. 
But <laughs> yeah. how, how is this allowed? Stuff like this is allowed. And, and, and this is my next point here. Stuff like this garbage here, Sas, that is allowed to be viewed on national television. But stuff like what you and I are talking about here on a podcasting network, okay? Any network for that matter, uh, large or small, okay? We're talking about something right now. It's automatically fact-checked. It's automatically censored. It's automatically this and that shadow bet. Shit, they'll go to the end of the uh, earth to, to, to destroy you as a content creator, a podcast host, or even a vlogger for that matter. They'll try to delete you from existence. But stuff like this, and folks, I'm going to get a little unfiltered here. So if this is not for you, I'd highly advise you to leave the room. But shit like The View is allowed to be aired on national television and everything else. They talk in such disgusting behavior. I know from time to time, Sauce, I'll get a little unfiltered and a little under uh, 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 raw, right? I mean, that's my show is all about it, but I'm expressing it in another way. More yeah, but the it. difference, but the difference between you and the view is that you don't denigrate another gen. You don't denigrate and commend Adolf Hitler for his wonderful job, uh, aka Whoopi Goldberg did. And the only oh, thing that she God. did was. <clears throat> the only thing she did was get a two-week suspension, and even then she complained, and she threatened to leave the yeah. show. And so then they cut her two-week suspension into like a week suspension. You yeah, know, I've seen that, I, but it was a joke, though. I mean, that was it was nothing but a damn joke. You know, it well, was nothing but, but for publicity, if you ask me. But you and if you and I did that, or if you for or if anyone else did that, besides, uh, for instance, if Sean Hannity did that, or even if, um, uh, what's it called? If Mike Lindell did that and stuff, he would be. I was going to say, why don't you go, yeah, move the scale down a little bit, Sauce. If, if, if people like Dan Bongino or Michael Savage or Joe Rogan did that, oh, my God, they would be canned. They'd be going right after them. They would be They'd gone, be... fired. Their contract would be terminated immediately. I, Bingo. I, yeah. And it shows you that double hypocrisy, and it shows you that double standard that people are starting to see through. But the fact is, is that, I don't know, well, it was interesting because I wanted to see what you know, I wanted to see and I kept my eye on the school board election, you know, and how right. that was, you know, we're kind of switching over to like, you know, what happened to Virginia and how so many people are fed up, like we're fed up with them. They made sure. a major shift. Well, <clears throat> the whole question, the, the bigger question in Wisconsin is that, first of all, the election was not very successful in Wisconsin whatsoever. Matter of fact, Mequon is outside of Milwaukee and they've always been conservative. And for the first time. They officially have all liberal uh, school board members. You know, they yeah. they finally voted out the last one. You look at my hometown, okay? For the first time ever, if a, a conservative republic, if a conservative school board member was running, they would vote. He would win by a landslide. Well, look at what happened now. They were he was projected to win. Well, he wasn't projected to win. He actually came by an upset. And the only reason why he came by an upset is because of these rural areas that do, are awake and are. You know, know what's going on, and then you have, you know, you have my hometown and stuff. There, I don't know what more. Like they, he lost by a landslide. You know, and for the first time ever, our our city council, we officially voted out the last Republican person. So we, it's all liberally. Uh, well, it's please, all please tell left. me, even though he lost, and I, I'm sorry that he lost that that great battle of that election, but 
please tell me, you just mentioned the school board, please tell me he's not in favor of this woke uh, uh, agenda to the school, you know, with this transphobia, which is disgusting. I did a podcast episode just on that uh, about three, four days ago. Please tell me he's not in favor of that. Well, you're going to like this. So guess what? So guess what Westfield, well, not Westfield. Yeah, guess what Westfield decided to implement? So Westfield, our school district decided to um, implement unisex bathrooms. And so now, for instance. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so for, well, and here's, so we have this one guy, a high school kid, and he's now like, you know, he thinks he's a woman, but he clearly has all of his male parts. And. So now he's allowed to go in the locker room, in the women's locker room, and the women's bathroom. Now, to me, I think that is a major, major problem. Yeah. And and the whole thing is now it's funny because I actually wrote a thesis paper on this. You know, I'm in school, and so because I'm in school, we learn a lot, and I and I love and I love to study this kind of uh, these topics because it's been a heated topic. Did you know? That there is a very, very small actual percentage of LGBTQ community out there. And the only reason why they're so-called like, you know, they're like all around the corner and stuff. And the reason why they're being so propped up to only about the 0.3% of Americans is because they went to the right people. They went to CNN. They went to the school boards. And actually, they went to the Democratic Party uh, headquarters in D.C. That very minor few people went to it and made a big deal about it. And so now they're mm. now they're making it like, for instance, um, they're making Biden is passing. He actually is working on a bill, like for instance, uh, to give more funding to the LGBTQ minority people. Look what happened to the BLM. You know, look what happened to all these other com- uh, all these other. Uh, corporate uh, factories right. are donating to the BLM and now to the minority people. Right. You you mentioned. Do you really that. think? Do you really think all that? No, I kind of joked around this. I'm like, you know, maybe I should put a equality or LGBT the alphabet people. Maybe I think I should put the alphabet people on GoFundMe and put fifty thousand dollars and actually just only give one dollar to the human rights campaign. But and but, keep here, other- but here's the thing, Sash. You mentioned that there's a very small majority of LGBTQ plus. Uh, in, in that area where you go to school at, uh, is that mainly uh, a conservative or a blue uh, territory uh, of, of that area? Is it, it does it does it lean more blue or does it lean more red? Uh, it leans more towards uh, Russia 2.0. Yeah. Oh, OK. Um, and the only reason why it leans the only reason why it leans is because for the first time ever about the beginning of March, I was actually escorted out the um, out of the city hall meeting right. uh, in handcuffs. Well, hold on. Before you get into that story, the reason why I say that is because, uh, or I think you understand why I'm saying this, uh, folks, is because you have a certain area that will lean towards that type of agenda, such as LGBTQ plus. If it's more, if it's more leaning towards a blue, mainly Democrat, you will have that lean to that. Uh, we see that here in Metro Atlanta with the LGBTQ plus. Uh, that has a huge impact with Georgia Tech and um, the uh, the other colleges in in the Atlanta uh, area. So because it, it it's more of a of a blue Democratic uh, area, uh, Atlanta's always been Democratic. But in other areas such as Athens, which is another huge uh, area in Georgia, uh, the University of Georgia, the um, uh, Georgia Bulldogs, right? That is more of a conservative. Uh, Republican area and the LGBTQ plus is not as high 
uh, as it is in Atlanta. So that's the only reason why I was asking that question because. And you know, and you know, another thing is, is that <clears throat> I, there is, okay. So you know how there's so many, like there's like this massive push for like, you know, you know, when I thought like the LGBTQ, I thought like there were all these pride parades and stuff and you know, they, realistically i cannot find a transgender person you know it's like finding a pin or it's like finding a needle in a haystack you know like a haystack yeah <laughs> yeah and you go i go to madison a lot and i go to madison a lot and they cry out all like all these lgbtq and stuff but you i mean to me you can't find one you can't find a gay person walking at downtown madison you know you can't find that during the broad daylight even on campus and i you try to when, look you know when I look you will for find, yeah but you know when you will find a uh a, a gay or a trans uh gender or whatever you'll find one real quick when cameras start rolling oh yeah cnn comes in town msnbc yeah. they'll be coming out of the haywork they'll be coming out of the uh sewers all, all of a sudden or you oh, pull up to TikTok. Hello, hello. Yeah. Hey, yeah. how's it yeah. going? Oh yeah, my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. the whole fakeness will Smile. be coming out because they'll be getting their little five ten minutes of fame. They'll be going on TikTok. They'll be YouTubing later. The oh my god, it'll be another talking point. That's when the real garbage comes out. But you know, did you did you see? Um, this kind of ties into what we're talking about. Um, I had uh, uh, the uh, the so-called woke, right? I did an episode. Uh, this will actually be a kind of two segments here. What I'm talking about. I did an episode uh, yesterday about the church of woke. Okay, and this ties into what we're talking about, right? Uh, transgender, right? This and that. Um, yes. Can you hear me? Sash, you there? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. I don't know what happened, but no. Are you talking about Church uh, Church of Woke and also the uh, United um, LGBTQ Church? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's 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 going on like crazy. On my five-page thesis, I spent literally three pages talking about how the the Church of the LGBTQ and the Church of yeah, the Church of LGBTQ or the LGBTQ Church, and that's based out of California now, spreading as like a new thing. That should, I'm like, yeah. I I spent about three pages, and it's size ten font, about one thousand words per se, if you want to be correct, talking heavily against it and stating and stating that is unbiblical beyond measure, and how oh, it's an actual it's an actual movement. I, I, I it thought, is. I looked at it, sauce, and I thought it was a complete joke. I looked at it. There's a video that this gentleman up in um. Uh, he's from Toronto, Canada, but he does a lot of his work uh, in the tri-state area of New Jersey and New York and Pennsylvania. He actually has a show that people actually buy into this crap. Check this out, Sauce. I mean, folks, you're going to want to – I plugged this into my uh, podcast episode just yesterday on this uh, specific topic that I touched on. It's, I, I'll plug it in again if you if, if, if you missed it. Check this out. It is the dawning of an age where we need to repent your bigotry, repent your phobias, 
cast down ableism and cast down sexism. No, the Church of Woke is just like any other church, except our God is intersectionality and our devil is intolerance. Thou shall not listen to the fiery bigotry contained within podcasting. Now, just like some of the other churches, we believe that blasphemous ideas that cause dissent to our cause should be removed. Remove problematic language from your vocabulary. We're actually doing a book burning later. I mean, we have Harry Potter, uh, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, which is basically our Salvador Rushdie's The Satanic Verses. Just sacrilege. A goal of mine would be to get a little closer to Islam's influence. I mean, when they tell you not to make a cartoon, people listen. Dismantle the patriarchy. Never let opposing viewpoints stifle your faith. While religious mothers of the past have had their sights set on deplatforming Howard Stern, we're more focused on the new generation's Howard Stern. Hello, hello! We've sort of designed it to be a bit of an echo chamber. I mean, if our viewpoint can take us to the promised land, should we not try anything in our power to get there? This is one of our many Bibles. Cast down the vile comedy of Andrew Dice Clay! And though other religions in the past have gained control of the printing press to stop the spread of misinformation, we've seized control of the social media platform. It is not enough to not be ableist! No, this is the booth where you confess anything, like sexist thoughts, phobias. It's not anonymous, and we've actually removed about 20,000 members after learning of their impurities. But while some other religions allow you to repent and ask for forgiveness, we prefer you to repent in the form of a formal apology, and then we cast you out anyway. It is time to recognize your internal bigotry, your internal Islamophobia. You know, we're working on some of our own hymns, like, NYPD suck our dick. You want to create, like, an unreachable puritanical standard. You know, keep them on their toes. Truth be told, I'm actually against organized religion, which is why I make a point of our ideas being very unorganized. You know, some churches say everyone's a sinner. I mean, we think everyone's a bigot. Thou shalt not appropriate. Thou shalt not use another's identity in vain. Now, some people try to say the Church of Woke isn't a real religion, but Durkheim defined religion as a unified system of beliefs and practices relative to sacred things, that is to say, things set apart and forbidden. And we're doing our best to fulfill that requirement. And now shall put their pronouns in their bio. Right now, we're working on having our beliefs intertwined with the state. Get our teachings into schools, workplaces, the rule of law. Sort of the unification of the state and woke. It is time for you to shut your mouths and listen. But it is also not my job to educate you. You want to confuse them a little bit so they just stop thinking and defer to you on everything? One day, I'd love to have one of those super churches where we get to smash all the girls. Those guys are living. I'm thinking about doing like a reading of the ADL's new ads so they know who to stay away from. The Christian church has reigned supreme in America for far too long. Now it's our turn. And the woke crusades will take place on the internet. And cast down homophobia! When I do it live, the guy on stage faints, everyone cheers. It's like a whole thing. Thou shalt not question the government's COVID protocols. Trump pants out now. Obviously, we'll have to modify that one a little bit. Uh, uh, Sauce, I, I must say it is very comical at first, but this stuff is actually happening happening in America today. People are buying into this crap. <laughs> Absolutely, and and the whole thing is that when you look at the big big scheme of pictures, or the big scheme of picture. You're looking at how Satan is really attacking the church. And the way you attack the church is you attack um, you attack the what the gender looks like and you attack what the what love is supposed to be like. You know, love isn't supposed yeah. to be and you and you attack the nuclear family and what it stands for. And so that's you know <clears throat> you know, and I and I've been on heavily on topic of this and the sad part is is that we have multiple churches 
you know, splitting up because of this issue, you know, because of the forcing of LGBTQ stuff. Now, yeah. now I want to get this across before we continue on. I'm not against. Okay, so I just want to tell you. Okay, so I'm not being a. I'm not attacking the LGBTQ community or the alphabet people. I'm not. If you oh, love I'm not doing it at all, no, either. no. Yeah. And my stance on this is that when a person asks me what I think about it. If you, we're supposed to love the individual, you know, we're supposed to love the person, but we're supposed to dislike the sin, you know, hate the sin, love the person. And so, and another factor is, is that don't force, you know, if you want to be gay, if you want to like dress up like a woman or dress up like a man or something like that, or vice versa, do it on your own free time, you know, do it behind when you're at home in front of your family, but don't. Don't force the your ideology upon others, and and that we have to force to like cater to your supposedly needs. Don't. That's the thing that bothers me beyond. It just irks me. It, it because, bothers me very much. So, Sash, you know, I was about to ask you your viewpoints on this because this kind of goes into you know, you know, you mentioned a good point. You know, if you want to dress up as a woman. You want to, you know, think you're a woman, but you're really a man, vice versa. If you think you're a man when you're really a woman, hey, whatever floats your boat, if you want to do that, by all means, go ahead. But my viewpoint and my opinion on this, okay, is that they're pushing this way too far, Sauce. It's going into the schools. They're teaching kids this, okay? They're 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 confusing the youth, the next youth of America, the next generation. Yes, yeah. And so now we have. What is your viewpoints on that, Sauce? So you know, actually, I love this. You know, <clears throat> we could do another segment for this because I actually have more of a. So you know, so I just want to tell you for your viewers, I also I'm a hospice minister and I I am a very heavily biblical person. So and right. I do major podcasts. So. I'm going to, you know, if we want to we'll kind have of break, to save this for another segment. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. I, you know, I would love to get into it. Um, and so I know that <clears throat> I'd love to get into this as another topic, but you know, I'm kind of running, not running out of time, but time is crunching down. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to close it out soon. I want to sorry get about into, that. No, you're fine. We're, 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 I wanted to get into this last, uh, last, uh, topic here. Uh, you know, we mentioned the view and everything, and we kind of went off topic. We, I'd love to talk more of that religion uh, with you. That'd be a great uh, topic to get into. But I want to plug in this quick little video here. I want to get at your insights on it because it has a lot to do with uh, what I was talking uh, with um, uh, Pedro Orta the other day, uh, which happened to be a uh, former uh, intelligence officer uh, that, that served in the CIA. And that was a very great interview, by the way. Uh, very thank well you very done. Much. Uh, yes, he was. He was very, very informed with a lot of uh, uh, knowledge, uh, information, and a lot of stuff. I wanted to ask him, but there was a lot that he could not uh, say on the show. Obviously, dude, with uh, classified information, and I understand that. But there's a point here that the people on the View made this towards Donald Trump, and it has a lot to do with what Pedro was uh, saying. Check this out. So Trump was on the road again this weekend to tell a rally crowd in North Carolina how he's the last honest man in D.C. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm a natural redhead. Watch. I've been investigated by the Democrats more than Billy the Kid, Jesse James, and Al Capone combined. And in all cases, I've been 
innocent. I've got to be the cleanest sheriff. I think I'm the most honest human being, perhaps, that God ever created. Perhaps. I'll leave God out of this, Donald. And back in the real world, evidence is piling up that he and his lackeys did, in fact, try to steal the election. Congresswoman Liz Cheney says the January 6th committee has evidence that crime, crimes were committed. And CNN has texts of Donald Jr. sharing strategies with Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to keep his dad in office before election results were in, claiming, quote, we have multiple paths we control and we control them all. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Oh, we have evidence. We have evidence. That evidence could be uh, fabricated over the freaking weekend. That false evidence. They're, see what they're doing, Sus? They're pushing this January 6th for some strange reason. They know that they, that they failed on the Russia collusion scandal. They knew they failed on the Mueller reports. They're, they're still trying to push this January 6th crap. Absolutely. And you see that that's a huge problem. You know, and that tells you that the only way, what, and here's a, so what about this idea? What happens if they keep focusing on that January 6th in order to keep their viewer, viewership? You know, because once they talk about the real problems of the world, for instance, the gas prices or the inflation, you know, that how the inflation is at an all-time 40-year high and it's increasing. We're about to have another FED rate hike next week. Yeah. Um, and so the only way that they can get their viewership and get, like, people, like, aware of it is if they say, oh, you know, if you tune in for tomorrow, we're going to show, like, raw, raw footage and we have evidence. Well, well, if you have the evidence, why don't you bring – if you really have evidence, why don't you bring it to the DOJ? Why do you have it yourself? Aren't you committing a crime there of uh, that, withholding evidence? That I'm, that is that is a valuable point, and uh, I'm about to plug this in because we we know you're you know you have to get going here. I really want you to uh, see this video before we depart here uh, off the show. Uh, with Pedro, literally saying the very same thing as you said. Check this out. You know what I mean? Everything is woke. Everything is you know, canceled, you know, I mean, you know, one minute, you know, you're allowed to say something on YouTube or social media. The next minute they're, they're fact checking, you know, they're bringing out the people, you know, in Silicon Valley and the basements, I would like to, you know, call it, you know, with, uh, with fact checking. So it's, it's getting a little, uh, you know, ridiculous if you ask me and, uh, it needs to stop Pedro. What, what are your thoughts on that, sir? We're dealing with mindsets, ways of thinking, ways of behaviors. And these behaviors have been building through time. I mean, we, we can go back and look at it as the nation began to transform itself, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. And then all of a sudden, it really started going downhill, predominantly in the last 10 years, more so in the last probably five. The wicked people will always... Yeah, the wicked people, as he said, and I'm going to close this right here saying this with him. The wicked people will always be wicked, Sauce. Absolutely. And then Great quote by Pedro uh, Israel Orta, a true patriot of this country. He sees the corruption firsthand, what he calls it, the deep state amok, which was a very, very good uh, podcast episode, I must say. Uh, probably the most in-depth podcast episode I've ever done on this show. 
Uh, we will be inviting Pedro back on the show, and we would love to have you on the show uh, with him. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, you, you know me. I'm a. I could be your regular. You know, I I can yeah. join the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we love having the, you on your show. And like I said, you know, I I, I did mention some talking points uh, in that podcast. If you had checked out the entirety, uh, whether it was the video or the audio simulated on Spotify, Google, or Apple, as well as Amazon, you know, um, Pedro said the same thing. You know, I served. In the U.S. government for 19 years, I seen the corruption. I seen the deep state amok being ran through different types of administrations. Okay, and and the and the whole thing is that it's not only within the the it's not only within the government. It's also within your military. You know, and this oh, sure. is what. And I just want to tell you because I I encountered this myself, and so we could do that for another topic of how really the true look at the military and stating how I really got sick and how I got paralyzed from the neck down because that's what, because it's that corruption that led to it. that caused me to get, and really I would sick. love for you to share that story because I think that would be the only time you would be able to share that story. Sash, because you know, if you went on a, uh, a regular talk show, CNN, they wouldn't allow it. No, they wouldn't allow it because they don't want the truth exposed. And I'm no. sure there is a lot of truth behind this. That, you know, they put you through. And that's very, very sad as a military personnel. Uh, well, and you know, it's not only the military. Like, well, it's not only the military, but it's like how it was treated just because where I came from, you know, and how just because you have a Russian name. And that's just, well, okay, here's going to be a little caveat. or Here's going to be a little sneak peek to the next episode if we want to do it. So pretty much what happened was, long story short, I get to Japan and then I get slapped with a Russian agent whole fiasco and stating that I've meddled in the 2016 election and about it took about 3.2 million of your tax dollars to vote or to do a full investigation on my on my whole thing and stating what I did on on November 6th and what I did on November 6th and of 2016 and long story short it ended up where the, my supervisor ended up throwing coins and dehumanizing me and causing me to get paralyzed from the neck down and long story short the military didn't tell my parents what was really going on that's terrible that, that's a little sneak peek for your viewers so, so if they want to stay tuned i'm going to be very excited to talk about it. that's i don't mind that being a little bit of a lengthy one because that is a hundred that is a true testament to really expose we will the, have to have that yes we will have to have that and we're going to have to share that uh uh that ab the, another episode uh i'd like to have that episode with you and i would also like to have that uh uh that religious episode with you as well uh, we, we just basically talked about because these are really, really good uh, key talking points. And I think the listeners, I know the listeners, they deserve this. Sauce. They deserve to hear this because you're not going to hear this anywhere else. CNN's not going to talk about it. You know why they're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it's plain and simple, Sauce. They're, they're ran by the liberal machine, you know? Absolutely. And well, not only that, but they're also ran by China. Well, you know, they have a so, lot to do with. I mean, George, uh, George know, Soros. Who is not? Even, okay, George Soros is not even an American. He was born in Austria-Hungary. He has. He should have been. You want to talk about bigot and racist? That is the key definition, and that's a key proponent uh, who is a bigot and a racist. Because well, you, you could take a look at Michael Savage. Labeled him <laughs> very well, Doctor Savage, on the Savage yeah. Nation podcast. Soros so, is trouble. I would stay away from him. Absolutely. So as I conclude, if your followers want to follow me on Spotify, I have my own Spotify. I finally uh, had to break away. Facebook did a, 
a good due diligence of me not allowed posting any posting anything besides messaging. But if your viewers want to follow me, I they can follow me at Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line podcast. Or just put SOS LAN Soslin Timonson, and then it'll show up as Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. That podcast is if you want to grow closer to God, and if you want to kind of mix it in with um, personal experiences to a little bit what's going on in this day and age and how to keep positive through it, um, you're welcome to listen, give a listen to it for your viewers. Sauce, I love the SOS. Uh, I, the reason why I love it is because uh, I like the, uh, the 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 abbreviation SOS. Save SOS. our ship. Save our yeah. ship. <laughs> and the funny part is, I'm on everybody's device. SOS. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I have an know, emoji after me. Yeah, save our ship. That's what I. <laughs> or save know, our nation. Yeah. Or save our nation. S. Yeah. S. S. O. N. Yeah, well, that's my last three letters of my so, last name. I wish we had more time, sir. Uh, you know, it's always a great honor and a privilege to talk to you. You're such, you know, you're such a man full of knowledge and uh, inspiration. And I, I truly hope that you don't give up, not only on yourself, but on our country, sir. You, you know me. I'm. Not, I came way too far to only give up. Now, I'm well, not. Yes, yes. The moment I give up. You know, actually, I will give up once I'm six feet in the ground, and then I'll get the uh, crown of glory in heaven. So yeah. I, ha- I have, we have a lot. You and I have a lot of fighting to do, and so do yeah. your viewers. But we yes. have to educate your viewers in order to fight. That's the important yes. key. The, the the more we spread the Bingo. conservative movement, the MAGA movement, the everything that's great about this country movement, that's when we get our country back from yes. the tyrants in government. And communists. Yes. Amen to that. Sauce, it's been an honor. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, guys, you can follow Sauce with everything that he had just mentioned on the show. And we will put this in the show notes on our audio simulated uh, podcast platforms. You can view it on Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Google, and Apple, or anywhere you hear a podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today, guys. And we will see you next time. heard an episode of the patriot angle podcast remember to follow us on spotify apple google amazon music and audible also streaming live on twitch remember to follow and like us guys for unfiltered uncensored raw content also please 
head over to www.patriotanglepodcast.com for all your exclusive Patriot Angle Podcast content and material, as well as the merchandise website, www.patriotunfiltered.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one.